Welcome everybody to the All Elite Zone podcast and it's Thursday night and you know what that means it's time for Talking Elite. So it's gonna be a very fun episode tonight. Um, As you guys know the All Elite Zone we have a lot of fun when it comes to fantasy booking some of the wrestlers or shows. So tonight we're gonna do a very fun challenge that kind of stemmed from a topic uh, I believe it was last week on Dynamite we were talking about Maria Shavir. And for those of you guys that are just joining us, thank you guys so much. Um, for, you guys that, for you guys that don't know, Maria Shavir is, I think, one of our most running gags on the show, I think, at this point. Um, just because every time that she's in the ring, um, we know that she can do better when it comes to her gimmick, her music. So it kind of started the conversation how we would book Maria Shavir. So tonight, um, I'm joined by both Connor and Emily. And hopefully we'll have Adam and Mr. Jacobs jumping in here very shortly. Uh, not at least be us three tonight. So sit back and relax. It's going to be a fun show. So let me just go through uh, what the rules are. Okay. So Maria Shavir will be our last one we will discuss. You guys okay with that? Or do you want to do her towards the middle? Or, or do you guys want to put her in where you want to put her in? I think she should be the grand finale. The grand finale? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna that yeah. So Maria Shavir will be our grand finale for um, for our list. Now Emily just found out about the topic basically before it went on the air, so it's gonna be fun to see what she has to yeah, say. I'm fault. excited to see what she comes up with in a brief matter of time. So it's gonna be exciting. I'm excited to see because um, I know I've spent probably like the last week in preparation for this, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so. Jungle Boy is not on my list because he's already pretty much doing what I thought. Um, so before we get started, uh, what do you guys think of the whole Jungle Boy gimmick change? Do you guys like it? Do you guys hate it? What's your thoughts on it? I feel like it's a start. I, I like him going heel. I don't think he's quite found his groove yet just because like it still feels a little bit little generic still. But yeah. once we start, this is like the first week that like the whole like feud with Taz, ECW coming up, like I was like, okay, yes, like this could be like the punk who's trying to like outdo ECW or say that he's better than all of that. Like I could dig into that a lot more than just kind of I just got mad at always being Jungle Boy and I buried my boots. So I feel like it's gonna be really good. It just has to take off a little more. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, also, I thought it was fun that he came out dragging the FTW world title, mocking Taz because he was wearing Taz's orange colors. I, I just thought it was very charming and unique of it. And the whole, like, everybody getting mad because he came out to Beethoven. Now, I didn't expect Beethoven for sure, but it's got me invested to see what happens. So I'm excited to see what Jungle Boy does. So he would have been on my list if it wasn't for his recent change. Um, but man, it's just been entertaining. Like even Bully Ray, if you guys, um, if you guys have like listened to his comments about Jungle Boy, he's liking what's going on and he wants to do something with Jungle Boy. Apparently he wants to jump the guardrail at, um, at the, you know, when they go to Manhattan or New York, especially with Grand Slam coming up. So we might get a Bully Ray run in. That'd be cool. Um, P Dog does not agree with us or well doesn't agree with me at least uh does not think it fits you know jack now i'm hoping that they use it for a like jumping off point and i think we'll see his real theme song i think we'll see a better theme song here shortly i just think they're probably gonna wait either till wembley all out or they're gonna do it at grand slam right 
So it looks like we lost Connor for a few minutes. Um, oh. Dang. So, oh, there we go. He's back. All right. But yeah, so that's kind of what's going on. Can you guys hear um, me okay? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you fine, Connor. Oh, it's freezing yeah. up there. No, no. Ah, you're good. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I guess we're saving for Marina last, right? Yeah. Yep, Maria Shiver will be last. Uh, one of the persons I really don't like in AEW besides Marina is Jade. Uh, okay. I will not her the person, just not really on her. It's really booking because she doesn't really like, like. I hate when wrestlers say that, uh, well, like fans say that they are tired of one wrestler, but it's not really their fault because they don't get the book themselves. Unless you're like someone like uh, Moxley or like they have more input of where their career is going to be headed but uh jade uh probably doesn't have much of that uh if i was booking jade uh this is for her when she comes back uh a whole new character like this the character is not i would get her away from mark sterling i'll get her away from oh come um, on like mark sterling (laughs) mark sterling never got anyone anywhere uh so until he does uh but uh i would have her Actually, there is one person I would put her with, and uh, this person really doesn't do much in AEW besides his, his catchphrase on Rampage. Uh, Mark Henry managing, uh, like he, he could go with either Hobbs or Jade, maybe even have his own like Team Henry, like Team Taz. Team Henry, got it. Okay. Uh, team or, Henry, or like the or like the Hall of Pain or something like that. I feel like he would be a good person to, because uh, she's uh, one of the tallest in AEW as far as women. Uh, and he is, a, well, to him, the world's strongest man. Uh, I would have, uh, when she came, when she comes back, I, w- I would have like a mystery person, like when she comes back, for like the Casino Battle Royal or something. Mm. Uh, and then Mark Henry comes out and uh, basically uh, has, like, I have a new client and something like that. Jade comes out. Uh, I would put her in more serious matches, not just squash matches. Uh, which that's not really, I said, not her fault. Um, I would book her more strongly. I wouldn't put a title on her as soon as she came back. I would have her work her way up towards a title. Yeah. Uh, that's how everyone should be, I feel like. Once they're out for a while, you should have to work your way back up. Unless you're uh, Brock Lesnar, who gets a title shot every <laughs> other month. Uh, uh, and Nyla Rose. Can't forget about Nyla. Yeah, like every every time someone wins a title, she's immediately inserted into a title picture. Uh, I would have Jade uh, a whole new look. Uh, I wouldn't say a whole new look. Uh, Mark Henry, uh, a, a better mouthpiece for her. Uh, Mark Stone is a good uh, heel manager, but Jade needs a little bit, someone a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was with Stokely. I don't know what happened to that. Uh, that was weird booking. I'm that was kind of the weirdest booking I've yeah. seen. Because first she uh, she dumped Mark Sterling, then she was Stokely, and then Stokely goes away, and Mark Sterling's all of a sudden back. Uh, I would make everything of Jade's more fluent, not just like backstage interviews, to make it. Because uh, sometimes like they do backstage interviews and people forget some; uh, they only know what happened. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I think Jay definitely needs a gimmick change for sure when she comes back. So the world's uh, strongest woman? Basically, basically uh, strongest woman. 
I wouldn't mind seeing Mark Henry. Uh, you know, he never really got a return match, but besides that, I like to see him as a manager. Like Powerhouse Hobbs and Jade is, is the two people I could see. Uh, the world's strongest man, and I don't know what you want, I don't know what you would call Hobbs, but uh, and then the strong, the world's strongest woman, Jade. So so power. So the powerhouse, the world's strongest woman. I dig it. I um, with the Hall of Pain. I could see that. To be honest with you, that that would be a good T-shirt seller. That would be good for Jade because towards her end of her TBS title reign, I thought she improved big time. And this is the Jade that I wanted to see the whole time. And it sucks it took her to basically lose to Chris Statlander in order for me to actually enjoy her her matches. So yeah, I can see that, Connor. Uh, So the world's strongest woman, Jade. I like that. All right, Emily, who's your first one? Oh man, so this is gonna be slightly controversial. So I I apologize if I stir the pot here, but I say with all the love in the world, I love the acclaimed as good guys. They are fantastic, but they remind me a lot of DX in some of the ways that they act. And it would be really interesting, especially with like the whole Billy Gunn connection, to see them go bad and almost Ooh. have like I would really like to see like a callback to some of the DXDs, some of the shenanigans, see them kind of go bad guy. Cause there's not like, except I guess Adam Cole and MJF at the moment, like there's not really a lot of bad guy tag teams at the moment. It's no. just very interesting to kind of see all of the shenanigans they get into do like backstage segments where like they're goofing around, messing up stuff, pranking people, doing things in the ring that are like just messing around with people. And it'd be awesome, especially with Billy Gunn there, like to, kind of instigated, if you will. Um, Cause we don't know what Malachi said to him and he's like stormed off and he's all like funky right now. So could be that Malachi drove him to a dark place and he kind of instills some of that fun kind of bad guy shenanigans into the acclaimed. I'd love to see that. Wow. That'd be, Ooh. So basically that's because, like I said, they'd be like the bad team you'd want to hate. Yes. They're like the team that, like, because there's got so many catchphrases. People were going around in like the like late 90s, early 2000s doing suck it. And like people are doing scissor all the time. Like, <laughs> use that. Like yeah. you said, people love it, but they could love to hate it. Too. Yes. Like, it's the good, like the yeah. bad guys you love. And they're, they're two people with Billy Gunn, especially in the picture, kind of instigating it, I could see it working really well. If they, I would love to see like a punk version of the acclaimed that you're talking about it, where they like, where they were like D where they would be like DX, but have them interact with Tony Khan, have them so-called mess up with mess of the sensors, have them, you know, damage Tony Khan's office, have them spray claim, uh, have them spray paint the acclaimed on his, you know, Jaguars football field. (laughs) That would be so One thing with that, Tony Khan needs to get in the ring and they need to mess with the speakers and have his voice go all, (laughs) like, you know, when DX Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I like that idea because, uh, you know, Klein does all the, their entrances and they could be towards the crowd. Actual, yeah. as actual heels they could just like if they're in chicago like his rhymes could be based off chicago and just blast right. their city. it's like they can still yeah. be original but like the style yeah. of like bad guys that dx were like if anybody could do it hey i would love to see yeah. them do it oh like they could easily just like they would have to take it up a notch they would have to go back 
to what like Max Castor was saying before the whole uh, Julia Hart comment. Well, like the whole thing he does, I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen it. Like he he always jokes on Twitter that he's like MJF's boyfriend. Bring yes. that yeah. to the forefront of the- yes. <laughs> Do it on live TV. Show funny pictures of MJF. Like just troll like them doing yes. that up oh my gosh i would it would just be gold especially if you keep adam cole and mjf <laughs> like that would be like when that would be now that would be sports entertainment that would be go- like and think of the merch like they already sell like so much merchandise like all the different yeah. things you could do with the merchandise and the story oh my gosh i would be I'd be all in i'm already all in on the acclaim but even be even more in with the acclaim if they went that route a lot of people's bought in that uh, MJF and it's uh, isn't it the number one selling shirt? Yeah, number one selling shirt. I may or may not have bought one too. Uh, I think I've seen that picture on Twitter. Yeah, I was I was like, don't you know I'll get it, and then this will be like the day they break up. Um, but luckily that didn't happen. So yeah, for sure, because I just I want them to ride that train as long as they can. Mm. Okay. My first pick is also going to be controversial. So I, so I put in the comment section. Uh, I'm going to go there real quick. Um, Davis commented back on Connor's um, first pick being the world's strongest group. That would be cool. So very awesome name for Connor's uh, gimmick change because Powerhouse Hobbs is already Mark Henry-like incarnation. Yeah. So Jade would easily be able to step up. So my first pick... Involves two, I think, could be the next big thing slash was the big thing. So it involves Mercedes Monet and the Bullet Club. Yes. So <laughs> this, I had a conversation with one of, my, one, of, one of my wrestling friends on Sunday. We were at the pool. We were talking about how could Bullet Club be more relevant. And he brought up a good point. They would need a bigger star than Cody Rhodes or MJF, or Matt Cardona, somebody like bigger than those guys coming from the Federation, or somebody in general like that's that big name to join Bullet Club. So I was kind of trying to think of ideas. At one time I had Matt Cardona on there, but he's already hated and loved as it is, so I'm not going to put Matt Cardona in there. Uh, Drew Galloway would be awesome, but I think there needs to be one more person that would be bigger to join up on Bullet Club, and that's Mercedes Monet. I think it's time we have the baddest bitch around, the boss. I think we need boss club. I think she needs to be the first woman bullet club leader. I love her. I love that. She'd be so good at it, too. Yep. So what I would do is at this Wrestle Kingdom, this is where I would kick it off, right? So I would have her come out and announce that, New Japan Pro Wrestling is officially having a women's roster, right? So you bring in talent from AEW and Impact Wrestling and New J- and uh, Japan Pro, Japan Fire, all the Japan promotions and other independent shows. Sign a whole bunch of women and then have people cross over from other brands and have a tournament to go up against. Um, I think they have a women's champion right now. I can't remember her name. Um, oh, no, it's Willow. Have oh, her, yeah. yeah, I forgot Willow's a Japan champion. So I'd have the winner go up against Willow. So I would have Mercedes Monet win that, that tournament, right? I would have her the second night of Wrestle Kingdom, okay? I would have her 
announced that big changes are coming to the women's division and I have it built up. Okay. And then I would do be right before forbidden door. Okay. While they're bringing everybody over, all the women are respectful doing the bows. I would have her come over and lead a bullet club invasion on AEW. So I would have all the guys come over. I'd have them attack course, the bucks, Cole, hangman have them maybe even do something to tony khan so while she while she's watching on i'll have her scout i'll have her scout some ladies i'd have her scout her friends in the outcast i would have her do that and then i would have her add thunder rosa and have a female faction of bullet club so we have the guys and gals and they're all under most you know monet I feel like it's time that we had some women in Bullet Club, and I think you need that big name to join up. And I think Mercedes Monet would be a good fit to lead Bullet Club. I think that'd yeah. get the name back on the map. That would be so epic because, like, it would fit too with like her role in New Japan wrestling, especially right now. But like, there's been so many rumors of her potentially, you know, coming to AEW, but this would be the perfect way to like kind of string yeah. those two worlds together. And it would make sense timing wise to your point, while everybody's kind of already blending for, you know, a forbidden door or a joint event, yeah. like what better way to kind of like, Oh yeah, this is just the norm. JK. It's an invasion. JK, I haven't had an invasion in a long time. And it'd be so good if it was her. That's, you know, I was kind of looking at it too. It's, you could easily do, and this is what I want them to do at the next uh, Forbidden Door, but a Survivor Series style elimination match. So in that way, you can have the two, basically, you know, the four arm, the two armies go at it. Yeah, have, have one for the females and one for the males. Because I think New Japan has started to become more progressive in their traditions and cultures, and I think they're being more welcomed of female athletes and female wrestlers. Oh. So I think there's a lot you could do there. You could have also your homegrown girls get some good time to shine, yeah. make it really close between both teams, and that way, you know, both, you know, groups. Both good. Yeah. Regardless have, of, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike uh, posted, I'm kind of done with Bullet Club. Uh, Bullet <laughs> Club is where it's <laughs> The DC club is where it's at. Like, well, combat club. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's crazy because think about it. Bullet club back in the, the between 2000, I think 13 is when I started hearing about them. Like yeah. in the States more, but think about it. They had their tentacles in almost every promotion besides WWE. They really did. Like there was somebody from every, like they had somebody that could be, you know, kind of their insider, if you yeah. will. Look at look at all the stuff with Ring of Honor, Horse oh. Stage Pan. And I think the only thing that's really succeeding with Bullet Club right now is probably Chris Bay and Ace Austin. They're the, oh. probably the only ones that are actually, I feel like, keeping it relevant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you met, uh, Black uh, Bullet Club Gold. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know, I'm hoping Bullet Club Gold has some good stuff coming in. Um, I do eventually want to do a whole show on how I would do a new japan bullet club reinvention oh, that'd be so, so it kind of played into kind of what i said tonight with mercedes monet that was yeah. just my wild pitch i think it'd be fun and i think it'd be, it'd be so very good. controversial for sure i mean think about i mean it's it's be kind of interesting too because then it kind of leaves the door open for her to come back and do other stuff later and there there's kind of been a history established if you will because i know she hasn't like officially signed with like AEW, but like she could come back and do like one or two things, you know, for a couple events, she could always, you know, 
in, insert herself. And I love the idea of it being like a woman led invasion. Cause like you haven't really got to see like a whole lot of yeah. that, which would be awesome. Like, I feel like it would bring the attention, like how the Bucks had. I feel like it'd bring yeah. back like, the whole invasion, the angle they did on Monday Night Raw that one that one time on being the elite. So I think it'd be fun <laughs> to see how those characters would interact. Um, I still think we're waiting on Connor. I think Adam's trying to get on. So I think Connor just oh. popped in. Oh, I saw somebody pop up. Oh, there's Connor He's back. Yeah, so uh, Davis just tuning back in. Oh, Davis, don't be sorry, man. You're good. We're just enjoying the night. It's it should be a it's so far it's a fun show. Um, I guess since we're waiting on Connor to do his second pick, um, Emily, why don't you go? Who is your second pick? So, I another dear love of mine in AEW is Chris Statlander, and she is like she's somebody I'm surprised that like WWE didn't pick up because she's so good and like watching her in the indies and stuff. Like she just looks like she could be on an even playing field with like Rhea Ripley or somebody like Charlotte Flair. Like she's really great at what she does. Um, I know she's had a lot of injuries, but I would love to see, I love like in like kind of with what like the judgment day is doing. There's like an intergender group as like, they have a powerful woman who's in it. would love to see Chris Statlander. Like, I don't know, like either be a part of the Blackpool combat club or like she, like she strikes me as like, if they would take anybody who's like hardcore, who could like stand with the big guns, it's her. Like she just has such a strong personality about her. She hasn't had a lot of time to like really like get out there in the ring and shine. And I'd love to see her and like just with that group. Cause I feel like it would elevate her. It would elevate like her title. It would elevate the group. It would just be so cool. Originally I thought it would be like a, a Serena Deeb. But I actually feel like somebody like a Chris Stantliner is a much better fit for like the Blackpool Combat Club style. Just really like cutthroat, aggressive. Like I would love to see her kind of mold herself into that like cutthroat, like take no prisoners mentality. Like I feel like she would have fit in right with them during Blood and Guts last week. Because she's so good. She's powerful. She doesn't scare easily by people. <laughs> she's good at like the stare downs. Like seeing her in like the Blackpool Combat Club would be so epic. And if let's say Blackpool Combat Club did, you know, either get like, I guess they're sort of a four person group at the moment, but with Danielson out, if they were to either get like the trios titles or like just one of those groups yeah. that starts collecting all the titles, <laughs> like even the international championship, like it would be so cool to see her join that group and then see all of them slowly get titles. You could have, Claudio get the ROH title. You could have Yuta get a title. Like, it could be so cool to have Black Hole Combat Club kind of come back and become this dominant intergender faction. Like, just kind of comparable to Judgment Day, but almost better because they're much more badass about it. So I would just love to see them two together. <laughs> oh, um, Mike has an interesting comment. I want to see what your take is. Uh, Mike says, I would say yes. But he wants them to take out Moxley. That's not how I feel with Moxley. It's hard because, like, I feel like he, well, he he does bleed a lot. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's more of the issue. I think uh, I think I think maybe like if, I think they need to just tone down a little bit on his bleeding, and he did it in this last match. Yeah, it was a the blood and guts match. He like, of course, the bloody guts. Of course, yeah, I think he's already bleeding. Of course, tone it down, like. But I mean, I, I get it. Like Moxley's a very dominant 
figure in that group. Like he's kind of like the leader right now, if you will. So if you were to either have him like out of it or like even have like Chris Statlander comes in and then like somebody stirs the pot and somebody else takes over as like the leader, like they all kind of outvoted, like they all just outvote Moxley on the island for a little while. It could be very cool to see sort of some inter interstable feuds, but it's, Oh, he said Regal will always be the lead. Yeah. Regal was the yeah, leader. Regal always, yeah. Regal will always be the leader. OG. So, I would love I don't know. To more like intergender stuff because like there's some like badass women in AEW like and I really feel like it would not only give more spotlight to some of these like strong female stars but like it would almost just like even further prove what badasses they are because sometimes in their matches I don't feel like they get to show that they can be just as tough as some of the guys like it could be so epic and it could prove how dominant they are which i'm hoping next year or heck i don't even mind having this they do like more blood and guts match this year because you can have like i said you have the and i think maybe they did it because of jamie i think because of jamie yeah. I mean, it wasn't for her getting hurt i think we would have the outsiders with thunder rosa versus team aew yes that would have been so good yeah but i'm hoping maybe this this coming year hopefully we get our blood and guts women's match or we get a blood and guts women's match or hopefully yeah. next year. So crossing my fingers. Stay All right. healthy, guys. Don't get injured. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, that's what the amazing laugh when people say, oh, AW wrestlers get injured like no other. I'm like, I think at this point, I think there's just injuries across the board, and right. I just want to love wrestling. And I just want to share my love. Um, mm. Davis says TK doesn't like intergender matches. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, oh. basically, they they can do intergender tag team matches, but they can't have like but there's that strict rules where girls can't really wrestle guys and guys can't wrestle girls. Of course. Oh, well, like, yeah. Like I, I understand that, but I would have like them face another group with a girl in it. Yeah. I wouldn't like, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have her like beating up. I mean, it, it happens occasionally where like the girls, you get to like beat up on the guys and the guys will like, but it wouldn't be like to what you see in the indies where like yeah. they do sometimes are like really rough on the girls. And I'm like, Okay, we get it, but like you didn't have to like completely. Yeah, you don't need to have like <laughs> like stab Chris Statlander with a fork. Yeah, like you can do it in a way that like who said make it like against yeah. a group that has like a girl in it that she can like you know I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe she could beat up a guy for what what time to show her dominance, but like it doesn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have her doing that on live TV because that gets uncomfortable. I, I do understand like it gets uncomfortable for some. Yeah. Time. Wow. Yeah. Which is understandable. Of course. Connor, are you working now? Cool. Right. You good, man? I don't know if I'm working or not. Okay. You're still coming in fuzzy. Yeah, I think he's still fuzzy. So I'll uh, I'll go next then since I'm waiting on him. Um, I am going to actually, I'll stick with, I'll go with, uh, I'm going to go with something with the Blackpool Combat Club as well. Nice. So here's how I would do it. And this is something that I think needs to happen because I think eventually it will. But I would have Daniel Garcia join up with Blackpool Combat Club. He's a professional wrestler at heart. They've I think they've like they've planted the seeds many a times for like him and Jericho feud. Yeah. You know, they're, they're looking at probably Sammy here shortly. But I think how you could do it, especially involving the Takeshita storyline right now. Yeah. So what I would do is I would have a tag match um, with Jericho and Takeshita and Jericho and um, Garcia. What I would do then is I'd have the two win and then 
I would have Takeshita and Don Callis attack Garcia from behind, right? Right. I would have Jericho play possum and get them out of there, pretending he's helping him. And then the following week, I would set up Garcia and Takeshita for a one-on-one match. The two, I know it's a little bit long, so bear with me. So I'd have Garcia, I'd have Garcia beat Takeshita. I'd have the JS come out and celebrate with him, embrace him, have, you know, raise him up as Takeshita is rolling out of the ring. And then I would do the whole Batista storyline and have Jericho just drop back and just have them put the boots to him. Oh, that would be so good. Jericho would then have a, we'd have, we'd also put a YouTube segment up because I think utilizing YouTube, because you can also then also show it on, L, you know, Ellen Dar, or not Dar, but on uh, Rampage and right. have it sh- be shown on Collision where you show, and also on YouTube, of course, have it released as soon as Dynamite goes off the air. Jericho talks to Alice. I did what you say. Now, can I please have JAS? And Takeshita and you come together as one faction, and then I would have I'd have Callus just ignore him, just him and Takeshita just walk away and ignore Jericho. Right? Cool. I would have I would have the next week I would have um, a match with Jericho and Garcia. Of course, JS starts to well interfere, take out Garcia. Brian Danielson's music hits. All Blackpool Combat Club just hits the ring, takes him out. Brian Danielson helps him up and just says, hey, no more sports entertainment. You're a professional wrestler. Say it as many times. Professional wrestler. You're a professional wrestler. You're a professional wrestler. Imagine the pops from the crowd when he's, like, yelling that. I could, like, feel that in my soul. And then what I would do is I would have a JAS hunting party. And I'd have for three weeks, I would have JAS in different spots. I'd have them in pools, beaches, maybe <laughs> Vegas. And I'd have Blackpool Combat Club just right around the corner every time. Sports entertainment bullshit, but I think it popped just like the MJF stuff has. So great. <laughs> From there, what I would do then is I would have Garcia challenge Jericho. Jericho and the JS. Jericho would be like, well... You know, I only want one match, and that's, and we are going to have a stadium stampede match, <laughs> and just go bonkers. Yeah, just because I think I think it'd be fun to see a sports entertainment match with Blackpool Combat Club. Oh. So I'd have them do that. So good. Okay, I'd have them, like I said, you know, do stadium stampede, and then I'd have just blood. I just have the only person get bloody in that whole match would be Jericho. Make it gimmicky, but Jericho's the only one that gets bloody. And have Garcia basically tap him out. That would be so good. For, like, yeah. everything that's built up. Even, like you said, they've, like, planted the seeds for it already. So, like, you could already see, in a lot of ways, him just, like, bottling up all the weeks of frustration and just letting Jericho have it in one final, like, one final blow, if you yeah. will. And then to cap it all off, the last match between the two, because we'll be Brian Danielson and Garcia. I'd call them the Twin Dragons. Oh. Have them go up against Jericho and Hager. And I'd have Garcia tap out Hager. Jericho would basically go get in the ring. He's about to save Hager and then walk away. He would then turn his back on JAS and the group will disband. And that's the end of the group. That's and that's that, and then you just set off 
sailing with Blackpool Combat Club. And I feel like you can have Garcia be considered more of a serious wrestler. It's Honestly, helped Wheeler, in my opinion, it's helped Wheeler Yuta's career really well. It's progressed all of, I mean, it's crazy how much, like, yeah. he's taken off since then. Yeah. Um, uh, before we go to Connor, I'm just going to comment section real quick. Um, let's see. What is Garcia doing now? Uh, something with the JAS. I feel like he is playing number three to Sammy right now. I feel like they're kind of focusing on Sammy versus Jericho eventually. I think that's kind of the direction they're going to head with it. So that's why I kind of put my own twist on it. I think Garcia should be one being focused on. No wrong. Guevara, I think so eventually, but I think Garcia needs to be the next big thing. Him and Starks mm-hmm. need to have some kind of rocket strapped to their backs before WWE decides to offer them more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got to pull the trigger with Garcia for sure. You don't want to lose out with them, especially with, you know, with the young talent too, you want them to kind of get those opportunities to like really build themselves back up to that point where like, yeah, that people know who they are in AEW, but like yeah. your point, a more serious wrestler who could be standing on their own, essentially, that would be so good. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's one thing I like about the Blackpool combat club is each wrestler can stand on their own two feet without having the faction with them. Right. You see it almost Every single one of those guys, we've seen just great singles matches without any of the involvement from the BCC. You know? right. So hopefully, you know, like I said, I feel like it would work. And that way you can kind of keep that faction base going and actually get some credibility. That's true. I like that. I mean, it's 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 pretty – they've kind of already, to your point, planted the seeds for, like, the JAS to break start breaking up anyway. Yeah. And for it to go out this way, to your point, it would be very interesting – it kind of like the way they broke up the inner circle and stuff. It was like, they kind of, they, they carried it on for a little bit, but there was a sense of like finality with it. Cause like, right. I feel like it's not over yet because there isn't like a sense of like, okay, like this is over. There's still a lot of lingering questions. You need that final match, that final showdown. And for Garcia to kind of make his stand at that, the last stand, if you will, or he goes riding off into the sunset, (laughs) like his, he spread his wings, if you will. Oh man, that'd be cool. But dang, it looks like Connor's still having technical issues. Uh, I'll go to a comment section and then I'll have you do your next one. Then sure, you have. We'll have. We can have Connor catch up. That's not a problem. Yeah. Um, for those guys that don't know, um, our favorite producer is on vacation, getting much rest, but he is so dedicated to the show. He came on tonight, so he's having some technical issues. You know, in his hotel room or B and B or whatever he's staying tonight. So. We appreciate Connor for coming on. Yeah. Now he's on a cell phone. Nice. Is it better, Car- Connor? Uh, can you guys hear me now? Yes. Someone. Yeah, can you guys see? You're yeah, kind of breaking up both, still. Both crowds going on right now. You're, uh, yeah. We're keeping the show going, so if something happens, you're good. Um, oh, I guess Aww. I'm not trying to kick you off, Connor. Um <laughs> I promise you, Connor's system's kind of messed up right now. Um, David put, uh, TK is going to have to start booking these guys better. I think ROH was a mistake to buy because now he's dealing with too much. I don't think it necessarily was a mistake. I think what he needs to start doing is I think he needs to have some more of the wrestlers be bookers slash producers. Not the not not just, not like just the young book kind of roles, but like I think I think having I think. CM Punk's involved with collisions, bookings. I think Brian Danielson's the same thing. Yeah. Because 
there has been some good changes I've seen in Dynamite and uh, Collision as of late. We just need to see the, We just need to start seeing them on uh, ROH and uh, even this Rampage looks good. Like this, you know, this Friday. So I agree. Time of recording, you know, to see um, Kip Sabian in the ring, to see, you know, of course Matt Taven, and have you know the Kingdom come over front of the show. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, Connor, are you ready for your next pick? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully I am. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I know what person I'm going to do. I'm going to do uh, uh, Moxley. Oh. Uh, I've seen someone talking to Moxley in the comments. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it was about, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to tell my story on it this time uh, without being interrupted by internet. Uh, Moxley, uh, I like Moxley. He's, I'll, I'll always like Moxley. I'll never like Dean Ambrose. Uh <laughs> Moxley is my cup of tea. I don't. I like I like John Moxley, uh, but here lately, I feel like his uh, character development just isn't the same. He's been uh, kind of shoved down our throats a little bit, a, l- a little bit, not a lot. Um, he needs something different. He needs something. I don't know. He needs because before he used to not just be all hardcore. He was he could actually wrestle too but we don't really see that much anymore right. uh i would I uh that was that i was say do you think it's because he got hurt or his spies that can't take the like the bumps he could so i think he's just bleeding just because that's what he can do without really killing his body besides just scarring it well he's already done he, he's probably done too much damage enough with weapons that there is no choice damn <laughs> Anyway, sorry, continue. Uh, with Moxley, uh, I think he needs to be on his own again. Uh, I don't think he needs to be in a group. Uh, I don't know. This would only work if Danielson was around because uh, Danielson and Moxley could feud. But, uh, you know, Danielson's not going to be back for a little while, so they really can't do that. Because uh, I could have... Moxley and Danielson feud, and then Danielson wants to kick him out of the group because he's been out all this time, and BCC's lost to Blood and Guts. They mm. lost last night, and Danielson's like, I've had it. I'm kicking you out of the group. I started this group. Because he, he was the one that first like suggested to Moxley we should start our own group. Uh, he, he mentioned all these names. Willa uh, Yuta, Lee Moriarty, uh, which Moxley and Danielson had a really good feud. Uh, Revolution 2022. Had a really, really good feud, uh, which led to William Regal coming out uh, and slapping them both. Uh, but I would have Moxley. Uh, some people just like to hate on Moxley just for no reason. Uh, he, he's not the worst. Uh, I suppose that he could be used a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I, when Danielson comes back, I would do just like I said. Danielson, come back and say, You've lost all these matches. You haven't won a title since I've been gone. Lost blood and guts when I was gone. You guys can't carry nothing. Uh, then we get out Danielson and uh, maybe they could do a debate like the Bloodline did. Like, like the uh, what was it? The thing that they called the Bloodline? Uh, oh, what was it? It's like a how do I put it? What did they do? Like it was when a uh, Jay Uso turned on Roman, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Something like that didn't have a uh, double turn. Yeah, didn't have all this stuff come out. But 
I don't know who would you have heel and who would you have face. I mean, you could have Danielson as the face, or you could. Have, I mean, it goes either way. Uh, but yeah, that's what I would. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, pretty because I know what someone was talking about in the comments. Um, so you can find that real quick. But yeah, like I feel like you can have Moxley turn heel, and just to have him be ruthless. Garcia would be that 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 perfect one to have. Um, Connor, you're on twice apparently. Nice. Hmm. All right. So interesting. All right. Sorry about the technical difficulties. I think we're good now. Okay. Okay. It looks like Connor is still having some issues. All right, Emily. So who is your next pick? Well, They've sort of, I mean, it's, it's sort of been planted already. So I, I'm kind of jumping on to the whole MJF and Adam Cole thing that's happening. But I do think it would be interesting. I know somebody mentioned it earlier in the comments, I, I, and I agree with them. I think it'd be interesting to have Adam Cole be the one that turns on MJF and goes bad guy. And seeing MJF kind of almost take this, like, I let my guard down around you and like you know I, I made sacrifices for you like this is why I don't trust people but like he's already kind of a baby face at the moment but like just really go with it but I also think so this is just my in a lot of his indie shows Max would do the thing where he stole somebody's girlfriend It'd be <laughs> very interesting if Adam Cole turns on him and to get him back MJF steals Britt Baker or it's like just oh. Gosh, yes, and they them two pair up, and it's like, well, Jamie Hader's out right now. I need somebody who's got my back, and you can't trust any of the men in this company, can you, MJF? But you can always trust me, and it would give Britt a facelift and like another re entry, like kind of solidify her a little bit. She's been a bad guy, but like yeah. a different take on being the bad guy. Her partnering with MJF, them two would be very strong together just for like kind of a dynamic duo. They don't wrestle necessarily together, but like MJF supports her when she is a match and is kind of out there. She supports him. And it's always anytime that Adam is in the ring, it's kind of like the whole Stephanie when like Triple H was there and like just this girl who's always kind of causing strife between the wrestlers. Yeah. But I think it would be very interesting because you remember back when like, I can't remember which promotion it was, but like, MJF did like a whole storyline where he stole Joey Janela's girlfriend and people like loved Joey Janela, but like, it made sense. Cause like, she's like, Oh, well you've got more to offer me. And like, you know, Adam was out with you at the bar and stuff. And like, he's supposed to be committed to me. And like MJF could pull some shady stuff to like use against Adam when like, if Adam betrays him, so it's like, there's going to be a week where like, you feel really sad for MJF because he's like, man, I like, trusted you. I told you I didn't really have friends and like, I let my guard down and all that stuff and you feel bad for him. But then his ultimate revenge is he steals Brit and that throws like a whole new level to this feud. It would oh be God. so interesting. And it would, I feel like it would just give like Brit a little bit of something different too. Cause Brit's a little bit like, she's still good. Just a little bit need of a refresh. So it would be very yeah. interesting to see, her as a powerful, strong woman kind of partner with MJF as a powerful, strong, bad guy. No, like, uh, that would be a really interesting take. Especially because, like, especially because 
you see a lot of their really, you know, M, uh, you see a lot of Adam Cole's and Britt Baker's relationship on every uh, oh on everything from you know not from social not just from social media, but their all access show. And I think it'd be fun to like bleed over, you know, into the like in reality and just blur the lines of kayfabe and reality. Yes, and have like I said, because and have you know have you know, of course. Adam Cole like stick to it for a while until right. the little storyline finishes, but have him post his single, have him have you know MJF and Britt Baker literally just post pictures like want their pictures to be together like right like yeah, hanging all out all their social media stuff yeah dates random cat pictures it would maybe, be maybe so... maybe a pool picture with the two. It'd be so good, like, because there's so many opportunities for it. To your point, to like cross over and feel very real, and like, if anybody's kayfabe, it's MJF. So, like, yes. you know, he yes. would be posting that. It's like, you know, everybody knows about the whole fiance thing, so they everyone knows he's open and available. And it'd be very interesting to like, mm-hmm. and it'd be so good because it would make sense too mm-hmm. if like Adam Cole turns on him. What's the ultimate revenge on Adam Cole? You steal the girl he loves. Steal the girl he's committed to. He's going to hit him where it hurts. So there's one week where MJF's really like down at rock bottom, but he comes back with it. Have him back to be the devil in full vengeance. I like yes. that. Oh man, that would be a, that would be a different one, especially for Britt. Because like I said, I feel like Britt really we just know her as the DMD character. Right. But to have her be like in a power couple like yeah. kind of position, I'm I'm all for it. I they can't. You convinced me on MJF and Britt Baker relationship storyline very sports entertainment e, but i like it it would i could see them both like digging full into it <laughs> yes I, I i can see that so i'm waiting on since we're waiting on connor i'm not connor either are you, are you i can't tell all right i'll go then so here is what i'm thinking right so preston vance okay he was supposed to be the next big thing, next Cody Rhodes. Had an interesting storyline with the Dark Order, but it just felt like it never resolved after he got, he left Dark Order. He got put with, was it Roosh? And basically in a group of, I don't know, it just, it just felt very random, right? Right. So what I would do is I would use Ring of Honor as his personal punching ground. Ooh. So I would have him break away, right? I would have him be one of the most serious wrestlers you have on that promotion. I would have him in suits. I would have him wear white and purple trunks to make fun of the Dark Order. I'd say tights. I think tights or pants would be better for him. I can't see him wearing. Darby Allen has more of the tights look, but I get. You. Yeah, I would say. I would say. Yeah, have him like have him wear the white and purple to pay homage to to dark or to you know to Brody Lee, right? But then have him deny everything else in Dark Order except for Brody Lee. Okay. I'd have him be serious. I would say, you know what? I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm so glad I left Dark Order. Hope Naked One understands it's just business. And just have him be a straight business wrestler. When he's cutting promos, he's in a suit. When he's attacking people, he's taking the suit off. And then I would have him just go through ROH. And then out of the blue, I would have him come up after getting heat, have mentions. That's why I want. AWD's more social media. I would have them post on every social media site clips of him, sexy looking picture, and make him look like he is a sexy, serious man. Okay. That's the way my fiance describes him. Okay. 
she's not watching, so it's totally fine. Um, but I'd have him be very serious. Have and then have AEW just post about him, right? Just get him out there, have him be on photo shoots, covers and magazines. Basically, have him be just a super stud, but a very serious wrestler. I'd have him make a video package where he's just smoking a cigar saying, I'm coming home. And then Dynamite, as soon as he comes back, he attacks Orange Cassidy. He works. We use the rankings again. We bring back the rankings. We have him work his way up. We have him beat people like Hobbs, Wardlow. Just have him be a monster. Have him throw around Darby. Have him throw around, you know, Ricky Starks. You know, you're not going to sacrifice those guys to somebody like to Preston Vance. And then I would have Preston Vance be the one to defeat Orange Cassidy. For the oh, that'd be so. Have, he's done like 27 defenses of it. That would be really big. That yeah. would feel really big. Have him take the championship to Japan, England, independent shows. Have him do sit-down interviews where he's, you know, got the belt across him. He's got whiskey, a cigar. Just make it very serious that AEW is not for children. We are not superheroes. We are fighters. This is my business. And have him be like just his whole gimmick is just business. You can even put that as Titantron, just business, pressed in advance. Just business. I like it. That would be such a great build. And I love the idea of using social because, like, to your point, it, it like really blurs the lines. It gets you into that kayfabe of like, oh, this guy is like legit. And it makes it feel like it's like really like there's a weight to it. It's it's important again, you know? And it just, it adds such a badass feel to it. So I love that. All right, Connor. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just one comment right here. Uh, yeah, I do remember you, uh, Molly. Oh, uh, yeah, support from Cuba. Yeah, I do remember you last night. You commented on our uh, Dynamite uh, reactions. So, uh, yeah, thank you for watching from uh, the Caribbeans. I uh, know WWE was last there. Uh, what was your pay-per-view? Uh, Backlash? Oh, no, that's yeah. Puerto, were they in Puerto Rico for that? Close by. Yeah, but yeah. yeah it, was, it was in uh, near the Caribbeans. Uh, but thanks for watching, Molly, uh, everyone. Uh, yeah, my next person... Uh, Davis, LFI, might win the trios titles next. Yeah, uh, you know, cool. the Andrade stuff. You know, Roosh recently signed back, so Preston's with. So you never know. Uh, my next person, uh, uh, a lot of people are booked good, but the main one is Manish Shavir. Uh, <laughs> how many more? That's going to be a fun one. How many more picks <laughs> until Marina? I think we've got one more each. Yeah, we have one more pick each and then right. the main event. All right. My uh I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go Danhausen. Uh Dan he's, injured. he's injured right now, but when he comes back, oh, is he injured? I was gonna ask I was like, where did yeah. where did he go? <laughs> uh you guys remember uh was it full gear when he had like the evil like the darker version of Danhausen? It wasn't like Oh the, yeah, like the really scary one, like the yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he used to like I would bring that back, but uh, good. Pick. Basically, like two alter egos, you could kind of do like uh, Mick Foley has like uh, 
Cactus Jack, and then you got Mankind, and you got Dude Love. It won't be like that, but like have this alter ego thing where like uh, very evil, very nice, very nice, very evil. Uh, like it's two different people. Like he's very nice and then he's very evil. Two different people, uh, and then uh, eventually he uh, breaks. Uh, he's tired of being a loser. The alter, the alter ego in his head. He's tired of being stupid and silly, and he wants to make a name out of himself. So uh, the evil takes over the nice side, and uh, not nice, very evil. Uh, Dan Housen goes full on dark version. Dan Housen, he whole new makeup, whole new tights, everything new, new theme song. And then he goes on a dominant run. Uh, Build him up and maybe be TNT champion if it goes well. If if this, because uh, Dan Housen's very very popular. He's a big merchandise seller of all people. Uh, this wouldn't happen in WWE. Like guys like Orange Cassidy, Dan Housen, they wouldn't get over it like that. And that's one thing AEW does good. They make they can make anyone a merchandise seller. Uh, well, not everyone because yeah. <laughs> some people. Uh, yeah, I would I would. Uh, not nice, very evil character. I, I really liked that because I was there for that, and I really liked that persona from Dan Housen. It was, it was really different and really good. Yeah. Um, have you seen some of his independent stuff when he was just trying out the Dan Housen makeup? Because he had a very similar character to what Connor tried, and or Connor said, and he tried it out and how it evolved into the, you know, the Dracula nose uh, prop. I can never pronounce that name. But I think that'd be a cool idea, Connor. And I think a serious, yeah. a serious Danhausen. Yes, I would love that. Um, like the alter Ollie, ego. He loves that. Yeah, like the alter ego. Like uh, Danhausen can just break every week. Like he, and he can start with the best friends. Guess who he's been associated with? Yeah. Uh, then eventually he just blurts out stuff, saying like, "I'm tired of being with a bunch <laughs> of losers," or because I yeah. he would say like all you do is lose tag matches Orange Castle you don't have your title anymore much more losers and he he just goes he just flips like <laughs> it's not very nice anymore it's very very evil oh man I could just hear his voice saying that too but he's changed so his voice completely <laughs> like he he's changing his voice completely like he's going full dark Dan Housen but he but starting out he can use that voice and like his and then just he goes slowly... twist up. yeah Build nice. I like that. The many demons of Danhausen. Multiverse of Danhausen. The multiverse of Danhausen. Oh yes. God, we're gonna get a final deletion match. Matt Hardy, <laughs> Danhausen. That's what that would go into. I'd love to see Evil Danhausen come back and then Sting bring back Joker Sting. Oh, that would together be in the ring. Yeah. It'd be like a really good. Like I would just be here for it. Yes, be so happy. Just like it wouldn't be like a big thing. It'd just be such a cool dynamic. I love Joker's Oh, dude, I I went back and I watched it. Like I watched a lot of his the clips from it. Like it was so like I had so much fun watching Joker's scene when I first heard about it what? that I bought the the TNA figure Joker. Really? <laughs> I was I was that nerdy. I'm like so I was much. like because mm. I spent like a month like looking for one because they're always too expensive. But I finally found one. Um, that would be so yeah. oh, he's so good. <laughs> Before we make our next pick, uh, Molly. 
says that you are very sweet and cute, Emily. Oh my, oh my gosh, girl. Thank you. You're very sweet yourself. That is so nice. <laughs> um, so far, Davis is enjoying the show. So thank you, Davis, as well. Uh, nice ideas, everyone. Well, we appreciate it, Davis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hopefully, Adam will be on. Hopefully, hopefully we can get him on tonight. If not, what we could do is maybe tomorrow or on Saturday for Collision, we can have him give us his five ideas then. We could do like uh, we could like do like a uh, AZ after dark forum. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Then we could have him go over his ideas. All right, so I think we are on our last pick before the woman of the hour, Maria Shavir. Um, so our last picks. Um, Emily, do you want to go first? This one. Yes, and I'm gonna say the one that probably everybody has said ever since all out of last year, but. I would love for them to use this year's All Out as a chance to finally bring back CM Punk versus the Elite. I really, I'm not, I haven't fleshed it all out in my head yet, so bear with me. But I, I really, truly, like, I can't, I can't imagine them not doing something there. Like, guys, you have, you are sitting on a gold mine, like. Just bury the hatchet, do it for TV. We could all be professional. It could be really cool too, where it's like a collision invades a dynamite at the very end, and there's a final, just the final showdown scene, like right before dynamite ends, is you finally see CM Punk, Matt, Nick, and even Kenny there with like FTR and CM Punk, and they're all just staring each other down. And it's just yeah fades to black and then it's like all out 2023 then they all come back together like it would just this is me like reacting off of just ideas very late in the game but i would love to see them finish that because everybody wants it after the promo that cm punk did it'd be very interesting to hear the elite respond and just guys you can do it i you can self-control <laughs> do it for the a, business you love. Do it for the business. If they did a promo, that would get millions and millions. I know. Like, they're sitting on a goal. Like, this story could be so good if we could just, like, tell the lawyers to scoot for, like, a I minute. feel like it's going to happen at some point. It's like, whenever they get that legal stuff situated. Yeah. Then... So I, I know Punk is, like, said he's tried to reach out. And, like, there aren't really, like there's been like lawyers saying don't reach out this and that but like at a certain point like i know matt and nick i gotta know that everybody wants it like yeah. at a certain point can we just do it for the business? i feel like the difference between this and like the whole cult and cm punk falling out is like that was all more of like an online issue and like a podcast side issue it didn't happen on tv this all happened on tv guys so the whole world wants to see it you lost your say the moment you did it live at a press conference. Now it's story. You have to do it. Like, come on. So I would love to see them finally have a point where it is just them three staring at each other in the ring. Could be end of dynamite. Could be, I'd be just the perfect people would lose their minds if that happened. I mean, heck, there's your Wembley match. Like, if you want to, yeah. I mean, they haven't had to like really do too hard to like sell all the tickets. It's pretty quickly filling up, but like, there's your bajillion dollar match right there, guys. I booked it for you. <laughs> so one bill, Emily. Emily, twenty twenty four. There you go. <laughs> well, because I, I know Connor and I've had this discussion before about it. It's because we had a discussion about 
Punk being like the mystery man for blood and guts. Yeah. And that would be what sets Wembley, but then have it go on past Wembley. But I think Connor is right. I think we have to wait until like either a little past Wembley and start it for the next one. Because I feel like Wembley is going to be such a success and so big, it's going to be like their next WrestleMania. It's going to be like the next big WrestleMania. uh, Yes. Everyone saying it's all in two, but it's technically all in one because this is uh, AEW's first AEW one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That was Priest of Ring of Honor. This is different. So all in two. Uh, I don't know what you could do in Chicago. I mean, not all yeah. places. I mean, or do it yeah, in Chicago. Uh, center of the uni- out or sure. do it in the center of the universe where you have, like, in like the UK, basically. Yeah, that's like Wembley. They did it again next year, twenty twenty five. Wembley will be the best place to have it. Yeah. Oh, I bet Wembley is going to be. I think they're going to keep that a regular. I think so too. Yeah, that's going to so, be the WrestleMania, probably. Yeah, I think so. All right, so um, my next pick. I might have to jump, guys. Oh, I you're good. really apologize. You're good. Hey, hey, thank you for coming on. Uh, we appreciate Emily. Um, so everybody, awesome. make sure you guys give Emily some love yeah. down in the comment section. Thank She's you, hopping Emily. off. Uh, thank you for coming on for the hour and uh, giving us some of your, your picks. Um <laughs> Like controversy, my stirring the pot. Good. Yes, that is fun. Honestly, your guys is. I mean, I hope that some of your guys' ideas come to fruition. Preston Lane, it would be yeah. so good. Yes. I'll, I'll have to re- watch the end though to see where we went with Marie. Oh yeah, you're gonna like you're gonna like yeah, the, the, the Marie Shavir comments. I promise you. It'd be epic. Yes. I love it. Yes. Thank you guys. All right, bye, Emily. Take care. Bye. Yeah. All right. So that's all right. So my pick before Maria Shavir. This is gonna be an interesting one again. So I'm not going to tell you who it is until I get to the turning point and, and the gimmick change. So let's you know, start on talking. So not talking. It's, 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 it's our wrong YouTube show. It's going to start on be being the elite. So we're going to start with being the elite. Okay. And you're going to have for about three weeks, you're going to have just a static video play. Okay. And then it's going to take you to a room where a guy, you don't see his face. You just see from here down, okay, black suit, black tie, white gloves, and he's flipping over playing cards. Okay, and that's all you're going to see. Then we're going to fast forward to Dynamite. Okay, you're going to have a special announcement from the Dark Order. So this is kind of like, there's a two-parter to this gimmick change. And the Dark Order is the first big part. Dark Order is going to come out, okay? They're going to bring back the Gimp Army. And they're going to have a whole bunch of extras just lining the entranceway in wrestling tights and masks like they did when they first, you know, came out. Okay, You're at Core, Dark Order, Uno, Grayson, Alex Reynolds, they're all going to stand there in the ring. Evil Uno is going to make the announcement. The exiled one has left a successor. Uh-oh. Okay. Then, the next, the next month, <laughs> my episode, Molly, OG Dark Order. Yes, I think it's time we get back to where they were before, fortunately, Brody's passing. So for the next month, you're going to have him be on one of the three shows, either Dynamite, Rampage, or Collision. Okay, You're going to have them be on your TV constantly for either three weeks to four to a month. Okay, Then on the final week, 
You're going to have a trios match with the elites. You're going to have the Bucks and Kenny versus Johnny Hungy, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. Okay. You're going to have a great, great, you're going to have a great tag match. And the elite are going over on Dark Order after all that build. Dark Order will come out the next week. They will go back and start attacking the elite. Okay. But you see, they're missing a member. They're missing Hangman Adam Page. So you cut right before Dynamite goes off the air. You cut to the back. Hangman Adam Page is tied up in a dark room. The same room where you've seen a mysterious figure flipping the playing cards. So the next couple weeks, the Elite's going to try to figure out what happened to Hangman. Hangman, you're going to see him in a mental hospital. Pattern, he's just going to start, like, what's going on? You know, they're not going to get anything out. He's just going to start shaking back and forth. Back and forth. Okay? So you're going to set up for, for Revolution. Okay, your main event is going to be Dark Order versus the Elite. Okay, this is going to be an Anarchy in the Arena match. Okay, Dark Order is going to beat the Elite finally. Okay, lights will go out. Okay, people with robes and lights will walk the entranceway just like they did with Undertaker. Okay. A single light on the screen will point up. And Hangman Adam Page will be on the screen almost looking like Doc Holliday. He's gonna have he's gonna have his beard trimmed, he's gonna have his mustache, he's gonna have a mustache twirled up, black Undertaker cowboy hat, and says, I am the successor. And then he's gonna throw down this the ace of spades, and that's how we're gonna go off the air for revolution. Now you have a credible leader in Dark Order again. You build them up. Dark Order becomes a threat. You have them win the trios titles. Hangman will win the AEW World Championship again. And they will be a dominant force within the AEW locker room. Just like the House of Black are now, just like the Elite have been in the past, Dark Order needs to have that gimmick change. Fans are behind them. They have the cult. Have Hangman and a page drink the Kool-Aid fully and have him turn on the elite this time. That's really good. Yeah, I like the uh, Dark Order definitely needs a gimmick shift per, on, on AEW, that is. Yeah. Uh, Dark White stuff really doesn't count because it's not really AEW. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like that. Uh, for some reason, they, they're they going to have to have a new member, a new leader uh, eventually if they ever want this group to, mm-hmm. like, they know like we've seen it can be because Brody got it to that they got it to that uh level and they can do it again. And uh in the story, Brody Lee uh always wanted Hangman to join the group. He always said that uh there's a home for you in the dark order, which that can lead into you know, Brody that was his uh that was yeah basically the new leader, basically. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think you need to kind of make some callbacks to where they started, yeah. where Brody took them. And that way you can honor their friend and also have a new generation. And 2048 or 2040, negative one will take over. <laughs> yeah, negative one take over. Yeah. That'd be cool. 
have like a generational, you know, faction, I, I could see that. I dig it. All right, Connor, who's your last pick before Maria Shavir? So my next pick, uh, been thinking about a few different people I, I would choose. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go for women. I'm, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to go for woman. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Abaddon. Uh, we, uh, she's been uh, pretty active on Twitter here lately, hinting that she's fixing to come back. Uh, Abaddon is a really good character. She's, uh, especially around Halloween, you can make a lot of money off that character. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's uh, the pre- presentation, the graphics, the everything's just a really good presentation. Uh, we just haven't seen enough of her. Uh, I think that she, uh, I won't say join the group, uh, but she would have a feud with Julia Hart's House of Black. It would be a really good... Uh, oh, the witch uh, versus the zombie queen? Yeah, and this will be into the very first AEW Women's Cinematic Match. I don't count the tooth and nail because that was just... That wasn't uh, a match I would want to remem- remember. <laughs> a tooth and nail match. Uh, this will be like the very first, like, full-on cinematic match for for the women in AEW. Like, this could be on a pay-per-view or uh, it doesn't need to be on Rampage. It needs to be on a... On, they need to have the time that they, that they need to pull off a cinematic match. Or they could do it on Rampage like they did the Foundation. Um, but uh, I think we're, think we're fixing to get Julia Hart a lot more in action with the House of Black with the feud with Andrade. Uh you can introduce this feud in a lot of ways. You can, uh, I think, on the Rose is going to come back pretty soon. But uh, maybe uh, the reason that the House of Black loses is because of uh, Julia Hart not being there with them, uh, and Abaddon takes out Julia Hart. But we don't really uh, know that because she's got a new uh, look now. Uh, Abaddon, really crazy look. Just right. while you're yeah. doing that, I'm gonna look at. Keep talking. I'm gonna look up real quick. Yeah, well, uh, she had the, uh, like, in the AEW video game, she has, like, the red hair, straight hair, but now she's got, her hair is all out, like, a witch, kind of, <laughs> like, uh, a full-on witch. It's, like, like greenish yellow. Yeah, like, it's all, like, her makeup's changed a little bit, or, um, you could introduce this for you in a lot of ways. Uh, there's not many people like Abaddon on the AEW roster. Uh, the one I would say, if he was still there, was Jimmy Havoc, how many people like Abaddon uh, uh, really in wrestling altogether right now? There's not many people like her. Uh, there's a lot of ways you can introduce that feud. Uh, I feel like that would be a really good match. Uh, look at the cinematic match. Like One of the cinematic matches I want to see the most is uh, Sting and Darby in the House of Black. And like Basically, do like a, a spinoff of that first uh, <coughs> cinematic match we got with Sting and Ricky Starks and all them. Um but yeah, I would have Abaddon and Julia Hart have a really good first cinematic match uh, for the women in AEW. Uh, I would have Abaddon go over in, in this uh, to potentially have her going for, uh, I don't know if you would say, yeah, eventually like the ultimate goal would have to be for her to win a championship. I think that's everyone's goal. Yeah. Like, you want to get to that next step. Uh, she could... Uh, well, a lot of people in AEW. We haven't seen Abaddon and Tony Storm. We haven't seen her in Soraya. We haven't seen uh, Jamie Hayes. Have you seen her in Brit yet? 
We have on Rampage. I oh, it was Rampage, yeah. Uh, they kind of cheated to win the match, but they can <laughs> still go back to that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Abaddon uh, and Dewey Hart. Uh, yeah, the Witch, Dewey Hart versus the Living Dead Girl, Abaddon. That would be a good match. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually intrigued at that one. I actually want to see that because I think Abaddon would be a great women's champion or a great um, even TBS champion, have her beat Statlander. You know, I feel like she would be like the next Undertaker or the next Bray Wyatt kind of character. I think the person I would have beat Stellan. I don't want to see her lose it anytime soon, but when it's time, uh, Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch uh, would be good. Because uh, kind of, uh, right before she got injured, she was feuding with Chris Statlander and had a pretty good feud. Then they both got injured. Like, first, Layla Hirsch got injured in Statlander, and the whole thing went kaboom. Yeah. Uh, but I think building, build, her, build Layla Hirsch up on Ring of Honor. Uh, Stella Nerd needs to be in a feud, a lot more feuds for the title. And then whenever it's time, you want to you know you're thinking about who's going to be the next person. It, it could be a lot of people, but uh, I like, uh, I hope, uh, I hope to, I hope Tony's listening to this. Tony, if you're watching, please book uh, the Witch Julia Hart versus the Living Dead Girl Abaddon in a cinematic match to make to get Abaddon out there. Yeah. All right, Connor. I'm going to pull my inner Mark Henry for this one. You ready? Yeah. And this is going out to Chris. <laughs> That's enough talk. It's time for the main event. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So this is, like I said, this is where the conversation started. <laughs> Maria Shavir. And it all started was the last week or the week before we were talking about how she should be, how she should be booked better for people to actually enjoy her. She's got promise. How would you book her to make people like her? All right, Connor. You asked for it. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, Tony Khan announces there will be a tag tournament in the women's division. The winning team will be in a triple threat match against Tony Storm at All Out. Okay. So you would have. Random teams drawn like you did with the men. Okay. You would get Chris Stantlander, Maria Shavir, and a tag team together. Okay. And this time you have Maria Shavir be very sincere towards Chris. Hey, you know, I know like we started wrestling at the same time, but Chris, you're a mentor to me. You're an influence. Everything from the alien to you becoming, you know, the second TBS champion. I, I just want to say thank you for being a trailblazer, right? You have a feel good moment. You see the two girls training. Just be very serious. Okay. Very, very serious. Okay. You'd have them win said tag tournament. Okay. So Chris Downlander will make her entrance. And then Maria Shavir, new music, very female empowering rock music, you know, get, you know, have something mm. very strong for her to come out to, okay? They would win. After, yeah, so they'll win the tournament, and then they'll go on, and they'll face off against Tony Storm. The match will go pretty similar. You know, you'll have the two girls basically going at it against Tony. And then, of course, you'll have the outcast get involved. Have them basically, you know, take out Maria Shavir. Statlander will try to help, but then Maria Shavir will do a discus lariat and take Chris Statlander out 
in order for Tony Storm to get the one, two, three victory. Okay. Next week, you see that Maria Shavir. I just want the TBS championship. I have no alliance with anybody. I want the TBS championship. Okay. You put her through a gauntlet. You put her through another few, you know, a few matches to where she will basically get in the rankings. She'll have great matches every time she gets in the ring. You'll build her up like you did with Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. You build her up. You get the fans behind her, even though she's the heel. And then at full gear, you finally have the blow-off match with a badass Maria Shavir and a badass Chris Stanlander. Have this be your opening contest. Beautiful video package to open the show. Go straight into the action entrances. Just have them put on a five-star classic. And then you have Chris Stantlander go over clean. Maria Shavir gets the championship. That time, hopefully fans are behind her, making her the next big babyface win champion just like Chris. Chris Stantlander is then free from being the working champion for the TBS championship and have her focus on winning the main championship. Maria Shavir will do the same thing Chris Stanlander did, be a working champion. You know, have she has a badass gimmick. She's a fighting champion. She's not the rusty classical music Maria Shavir you have now. You have a whole brand new reinvention. You make her serious and you just built up another woman on your roster to go up against like the Bakers, the Roses, and the Sheetas. Shavir, you have opportunity. You have the chances. Girl, it's time for you to step up and hopefully Tony Khan can get you some opportunities just like we just mentioned here. So, Connor, the floor is yours. Uh, that, that was really good. Uh, I like your idea. Uh, there's two ways I, I've thought about. Uh, I was uh, I talk about both of them. The first one I had, uh, I think one of the best ones, the second one I'm going to talk about. The first one is I would have uh, Julia Hart and uh, I don't know, you could do a tag or whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, Marina Shreer is still with Nella Rose at this point. Uh, but uh, for, this has nothing to do with the last one I was with Abaddon, but <laughs> Abaddon and Julia Hart as a tag team. Uh, and uh, it's Marina and Nyla Rose. And, uh, you know, you know how uh, Julia Hart likes to spit mist in people's faces sometimes, or Malachi does, or anyone in the house likes to spit, spit in people's faces with mist. Uh, it happened to Julia Hart, and she she changed. Uh, but uh, Marina Shavir's got uh, Julia Hart in kind of like a uh, powder bomb. Spits the mist and Marina's face. Uh, then they get the win. Uh, the following week, we see a uh, video package of Nyla Rose like, hey, are you okay? Because we know what that stuff can do to people. Because we've seen it in Julia Hart. Like, are you okay? And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then the next week, we see them in another match together. Or it could be on Rampage or whatever this is on. Uh, we see them together again, but... Marina Shavir is acting kind of funny. She's not really her normal self. She's not wearing, she's actually wearing shoes for once. We never see her wear shoes. So it's barefooted. Uh, they uh, they win the match with Marina Shavir getting the win, but uh, she doesn't tag in Nyla Rose at all. She acts like she doesn't have a partner. Uh, 
And then uh, in the backstage promo, we see Nyla Rose saying, like, hey, like, what's the deal? Like, ever since you got spit in the face of that miss, you've been a completely different person. Then she says, maybe I am a different person now. Uh, yeah, another video package. Uh, I won't say video package, but the next match. Uh, Marina Shavir wants to clear the air with Nyla Rose. She gets him a match on Rampage. Uh they need a tag team victory. Uh, and it's against Julia Hart. Uh, and Julia Hart doesn't have a partner. Uh, this is kind of a throwback to another feud that we've seen in the past. Uh, but uh, Marina Shavir and Nyla against Julia Hart and partner for choosing. We don't know who it is. Uh, and this, like I said, Marina Shavir is trying to clear the air with Nyla Rose, get, get them back to, on the same page. We get to Rampage. Uh, Julia Hart's already out there. Everyone's out there, but we're still waiting to hear from uh, Julia Hart, who, who her partner is. Now the Rose is turned. She's her back's. Well, now the Rose is behind. Uh, Marina is behind. Now the Rose. Marina has a chair. Wow! Hits <laughs> now the Rose in the head, uh, and then she gets on the mic and says, uh, "You guys, everyone was always expecting a surprise in AEW. You're always expecting someone new. Well." I like I am Julia Hart's mystery partner, and then they—it's not even really a match. The match gets thrown out. The referees like or Bryce, hey, I'm done. The match is over. We're not even gonna have a match. Uh, Marina Shavir and Julia Hart—they join forces, and this is another uh, female member in the House of Black. Uh, Marina Shavir has had it with. Uh... Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Keep going. Uh, then after that, we get a, a singles match down the line with Marina and Nyla. Marina wins it uh, with the cheating of uh, Julia Hart's interference. Uh, down the line, we get a uh, AEW Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, this could open the door for another team. You know, you got uh, hopefully Alan Penelope is back at this time. If this, this is fantasy. Uh, you know, you got. This is fine when AEW Women's Tag Team Championships gets, gets uh, introduced. Uh, and that's one of the thoughts I had, but this next thought is a little bit better. Uh, you know, now the Rose and Marina Shavir has been together pretty much since Marina has been in AEW. Uh, Nyla, uh, I forgot my whole story because I was so stay at home that story uh, <laughs> that first one was a banger though bro like i'm yeah. i was invested I'm... I'm gonna go with the main core of the second store second thing uh you know marina shavir's she's had it like she's about to quit AEW. she's about to retire from wrestling she's tired of the hate from social media she's tired of always losing she's tired of all of it and then uh in a backstage interview we see a returning serena deeb uh, and Serena Deeb's like, I've seen you've been losing a lot. You've got a lot of hate on social media, but you're not the first person who's gotten hated on. And I've, and I've been hated on a lot more than you. Uh, Serena Deeb got her hair shaved in front of the world. That's not something she wanted to do. There's some other things that's happened that she's mentioning. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Vincent Mann and all mm-hmm. that. Uh, like, I've had it far worse than you. Uh, and then Serena Shavir's like, uh, you know, Serena Deeb's like, if you want to, pursue this you're gonna have to uh change you can't be your former self anymore like that's not working 
So then Maria Shavir, I mean, Serena Deeb uh, wants to do a whole makeover, I guess you would say, of Maria Shavir. She's going to turn her into the next big thing in AEW. Uh, Serena Deeb gets her in a match on Rampage. Uh, you get a whole new look of Marina Shavir. She's wearing wrestling tights, no more uh, kickboxing uh, wrestling outfits, I guess. No more, uh, no more of any of that. Uh, she's wearing uh, basically Serena Deeb's uh, wrestling uh, attire. Uh, and then we get Marina Shafir actually wrestling more and like actually wrestling a little bit better because uh, in the story she's getting trained and uh, coached by Serena, Serena Deeb. And if anyone knows holds, it's Serena Deeb because she's the woman of a thousand holds. Uh, and then we see her doing a lot of different moves. Uh, she's doing uh, her finisher could be the. Uh, now, I don't really a lot of finishers you could do. You could do the sharpshooter. You could do the. Uh, I, I was gonna say figure four, but only only two people are really that really does that. I think we see it a little bit in AEW, but I would give her a good finisher, like a submission hold. Uh, I would give her a whole new outlook, a whole new look, a whole new theme song, a whole new everything. And Serena Deeb's her manager, her coach, or whatever. And then she gets her to the top. She's winning all these matches, and eventually she. Uh, or the title shot, but in the mix of all this, uh, I'm fine remembering one of the core memories of the story. Uh, now the Rose gets injured in this story, and she's uh, she's out. Uh, and then by the time that she's ready for a championship match, now the Rose is all of a sudden back. And then she's like, "Hey, we gotta get back to where we were. Like, we gotta get back to me and you. Hey, I want to call Vicky Guerrero. We're gonna get all back together and." And Marina Shavir's like, I'm, I think I'm good. I feel like I've got a good uh, pace in my career now. I'm on a good track uh, in my career, whether fans hate or like me. I feel like, personally, I'm doing a better job. And Nala Rose doesn't really take it that well. Uh, she gets a championship match, but she gets screwed out of her title shot by Nala Rose. This leads to Marina Shavir versus Nala match. Uh Marina Shavir does get that big win eventually. Uh, kind of, I uh, wouldn't really, wouldn't really call it like Cody and Roman because it's that's just on a bigger stage of WrestleMania. Uh, but I would uh, Nyla Rose causes Marina. It could be for a TBS or women's. Uh, she causes her that. Uh, then they have a match. Good, you have a few matches, best of three. Uh, then eventually, uh, Nyla to take out Serena Deeb. You know. And I was like, you you only got here because of Serena Deep, so she puts her on the shelf. Then Marina Shavir's going to have to do this all on her own, and she does it. She wins the either or title, and then she becomes one of the best women in AEW. Wow. That's a, lot. That's, that's a really good buildup. And to be honest with you, like, she would benefit from that. You have the story. You have the invest, you know, people will invest in her. So, you know, Deep would be a great way to bring out her character and, and coach her and the things that she needs to be coached on. I think it's Tyler Rose, but Deeb's on you know, a whole other level when it comes to psychology. Yeah. So very nice way to end it, Connor. I like uh, also give Nyla Rose something to yeah. do because uh, it could be like a kayfabe injury, but when she comes back, she's inserted yeah. into a big feud. Definitely, yeah, because I feel like Nyla is like the, the gatekeeper of the women's division. All big matches usually start with Perfect. her being yeah. beaten. So 
Yeah, I think that's a great way to do it. So uh, thank you, uh, Connor, and also thanks to Emily for joining us as well tonight. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, let us know what gimmick change was your favorite in the comment section below or tweet us your favorite gimmick change at All Elite Zone one on Twitter. Let us know what you guys think of tonight's episode. Uh, this one was a lot of fun. So thank you, Connor. I hope you had a great time uh, yeah, doing it. Um, uh, so, yeah. At parts, my internet was a little fuzzy. Uh, I'm at a condo, so the internet can be yeah, in one minute and go bad the next. So, uh, but I'm glad I was able to get this finally working towards the end. Yeah, me too, man. It was great to hear your ideas. Um, I feel like all three of us had some really good ones tonight. Um, I'll see if we can find a way to get Adams to y'all so he can, because I think Adam had some good ones as well. So I'll message him to see yeah. if he can just record it either via phone or we can do it as a bonus mm-hmm. episode tomorrow. Um, yeah. Molly says before we go off, I don't know what my favorite was. Too many good ones. Thank you, Molly. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it, of course. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, it was a great episode. Thank you, of course, to Davis and you know to, 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 to see Davis, Davis, Mike. You guys, all was a pleasure. Thank you guys so much. Um, we also great episode. Uh, yeah, we gained two subscribers during this stream. So awesome. whoever subscribed, thank you, whoever. Yeah, so I'm going to announce next week's show right now in the comment section. And I'll pull up on here on air. So next week we are going to talk everything, the fall of WCW. Was yep. WCW destined to fail? This is going to be a really interesting one. This is going to mm-hmm. be could be one of our best ones. I don't know. There's a lot of talk in the WCW. There's a lot yeah. of like, – you could do a whole – 10-hour podcast, probably. <laughs> a 10-part series. We might, yeah, we might have to do a part two, depending on how it goes. A lot to talk about. Yeah, so we are going to be going live uh, next week for it. And then the following week, I will be in Vegas for a work trip. So that one will be pre-recorded, unfortunately. Um, so we'll keep you guys announced on that next week on what the episode will be. But, yeah, join us next week for um, the fall of WCW because – um, I know we've talked about it many a times here on some of the weird booking decisions or yeah. if WCW should have been written or basically since WWE won, if they wrote it to make WCW actually look like a failure. Now I'm excited because I'm going to try, try to get both Adam and Mr. Jacobs on yeah. the show because both of them lived through it. And then yeah. um, we'll get basically do almost like an interview um, type discussion it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys tell your friends about it, especially all you hardcore wrestling fans that love WCW, like a lot of us you know, did back in the day or still do. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, you know, share down below. Make sure you guys hit the bell for notifications because we do watch-alongs. Uh, we have AEZ Canada that's, yeah. uh, that's coming up. Um, Connor, are we dropping the first episode Tuesday? Uh, Saturday, this Saturday. Oh, this Saturday. So yep. this Saturday on the All Elite Zone uh, YouTube yeah, page, we are ta- our uh, our friends from up north will be on the show oh. with their debut episode. Yeah, we'll say it won't interfere with Collision at all. It'll be during the day, like way before Collision. Hmm. Uh, most of the episodes will be pre-recorded because of their uh, everyone's time zones are totally different. Everyone's on either Eastern Mount Time, Central Time, so it's all. Uh, other thing, but there will be some live episodes, but mostly a lot of them will be uh, pre-recorded, but they've got some uh, pretty good ideas of how to incorporate you guys, even though it's pre-recorded. So this yeah. Saturday, the first episode drops. 
Yep. I look forward to listening to it. So make sure you guys uh, listen to them. Uh, also make sure you guys check out our Spotify account. Um, we are basically putting um, all of our um, great single episodes of talking elite and plus some other shows that we have done. Um, Connor is almost up to date with everything. So we should be getting that regularly posted here very shortly. Um, so make sure you guys follow us on Spotify, go back and listen to all the talking elites. Um, we have some great bangers like our three part series on undertaker, Brock Lesnar and ending the streak. Um, also make sure you guys join us, you know, tomorrow night and Saturday night for our rampage and collision watch alongs. Um, so like I said, we do those every week. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, come watch the show with us, talk with us. Uh, we have lots of fun, open discussions. We joke about different things from wrestling to music, yeah. to video games, to, you know, Connor know. and I getting yeah. mad at each other because we have some strong opinions know. there once in a while. So yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. And then um, making a special announcement um, starting here in September, we are going to be doing another four part series. And this one's going to be on dark side of the ring. So we're going to talk everything, conspiracy theories to deaths to just crazy things that you've seen on Dark Side of the Ring and stories that haven't been brought to light. We're going to discuss as well. So it's going to be a fun show as well. Um, Adam, myself, Connor, we're all uh, getting ready to gear up to work on the subjects to talk about it. So that's going to be our next big announcement coming up here in September. Other than that, Connor, anything else? Uh I haven't made an announcement on social media, but uh, next Wednesday, an hour before Dynamite, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, the first African-American Intercontinental Champion, Ahmed Johnson, will be on here for an interview. Uh, I said an hour before Dynamite. Uh, if you guys want to ask me any questions or if you just guys want to sort of watch, uh, he'll be on here, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, leave your questions in the comments. We'll show them up on the screen and hit, screen, hit the screen and he'll uh, answer them. Awesome, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you, Connor. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. I know you're very busy with your vacation right now. So thank no, you I'm for sorry. making Talking Elite uh, special tonight. Um, we do apologize. There was some um, some Adam Hadson that came up, so he will be on next week. Um, yeah. And hopefully we'll get Mr. Jacobs on for a WCW episode. It's going to be great. So come on back next week. Other than that, if we have nothing else, you guys, yeah. this is it for Talking Elite. We'll see you guys next week for episode 29 on the fall of WCW and good night.